it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Hey! Here we go. It's that time of year. It is transfer portal season. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome in to your official midday on a Thursday in the first week of January transfer portal report coming up right now. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team. at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance Agents, how are you doing today? Get on in here and be a part of the show. I hope you will. I, I'm in a good mood, okay? Look, nobody wants to hear excuses. I didn't make any excuses yesterday. But it was the first show back of the new year after um, about a week and a half break for Christmas and New Year's and traveling, doing a little traveling. It was the first show back yesterday, and I didn't feel good. <laughs> it's like the, the crud's just kind of hanging around. We got a lot of people sick around all over the state, you know, people, this this time of year, flu here and that there, and then you test negative for the flu. It's just, they call it, what, the crud or whatever. And I felt bad. I was all medicated and everything. We got through it. I didn't say a word about it. We got through it. But, man, I am so thankful, genuinely thanking the Lord, that I feel good today. I don't know if I feel as good as James Brown, but close. Okay, and then to help me, I've got a, a cup of piping hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. As evidenced by the gulp that you just heard on live radio. That's how we do it. And we're not putting on any airs here. Yeah, and you can get your coffee there too, highpointroasters.com. All right, so I'm, I'm feeling good about things. Feeling good about things. And um, today on a Thursday here, uh, opportunity to kind of get into that conversation. There's big news in the transfer portal. But I don't know that it's really even fair to call it big news anymore because you've probably come to expect it. If you're like me, you're almost like non-reactionary. Well, put it this way. That's probably not the right term. You're not shocked. You don't go (gasps) and show your shock face. When anybody pops up in the transfer portal on any team, right? Ole Miss dealing with that now. Alabama's really dealing with it. If you just search, which I did, I get on X and search transfer portal, just that term, and like every every other one's an Alabama player, you know. So everybody deals with it uh, from time to time. But, man, it really does seem to be, I don't know, today anyway, it seemed to pick up a little bit. So we'll get into that. You tell me your reaction to it, your questions, your comments, opinions and otherwise and a quick reminder two uh, points of order and and again it's just friendly reminder here as we kind of get started in the new year new phone number call me on the divini phone the divini equipment phone line love to hear your voice people get sick and tired of hearing my voice all the time you know including myself okay i want to hear your voice so give me a call got a new phone number the number to call is 897-1059. See, the 1059 is the same. The 601 area code is the same. It's got a new, what do they call it, a prefix? 897-1059. Repeat after me. 897-1059. That's the number to call. 
You can text me on the Country Please and text line. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It's the best. I'm on some uh, jalapeno and cheddar right now. Number to text, 885-3776. Got it? That's a 601 number, 885-3776. Another way to remember that text line number is 885-ESPN. Got that? Good. And, of course, hey to y'all, if you're on the live stream on YouTube, on Twitter slash X, on Facebook, hi to y'all, feel free to drop a comment in there. Just type it in, post it. It pops up right here in one nice little thread, the Murray West Live thread. Murray West, contract embroidery company right here at home in Mississippi. That's who you need to get your embroidery done with, murraywest.com. Like, for example, Sven was the first to comment. He's on YouTube. He's watching on YouTube over in Berlin, Germany. It's nighttime over there, probably about 20 degrees in the broad daylight. Sven says, Hail State, everyone. Question, Matt. He says, you saw Washington's offense. What do you think about their chances next season with Dylan Johnson and Will Rogers? Well, you know, I honestly, I, I would think their offense probably changes just a little bit with Will Rogers, meaning it's probably going to look a little bit more, you know, like in, in terms of design and play call and route concepts on both sides of the field and how it pairs with the run game. It probably look a little bit more like what Will played in under Mike Leach at State. Their offense this year resembles it in terms of a lot of their route concepts, you know, vertical stuff. I don't know what receivers are coming back for them. I, again, what I would say is, I mean, they're going to have a lot to work with for sure. Um but, uh, you know, again, I, I do have to say that prior to the playoff game, you know, I had not watched Washington a lot. <laughs> I had not watched them a bunch. I had seen Texas. Of course, I had seen Alabama. I had seen Michigan. But I hadn't seen Washington that much. And, man, I, don't, I could not have been more impressed with that quarterback. Michael Penix Jr. at Washington was just – I mean, he's got – He's got something extra, okay, in that left arm of his from an accuracy standpoint, a timing, a confidence, touch when he needs it, drill it when he needs it. Man, he was going to moves around and, and just read everything perfectly, it seemed like. His numbers were through the roof. He could not have been better. I was so impressed with him. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know that about him. I just didn't know. And so shame on me for having not watched him uh, you know, throughout the year. So anyway, there's an example. Get on in here. Be like Sven. Comment on the live thread on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And that's new. That's the other thing I was going to tell you. Uh, now, okay, our, our streaming service will include your comments on X. Okay, so if you're watching the stream on, or you can watch the stream on X slash Twitter, I'm Radio Wyatt. It goes out every day when the show starts. You can... Just like on Facebook and YouTube, you can comment there. It pops up here on the live thread. We can bring your comments into the live stream. And that's that's something that's new for 2024. Got it? All right. Yeah, so um, here's the news I was talking about. Quinshawn Judkins running back Ole Miss. He uh, put something out there. It says he's in the transfer portal. Uh, had a picture of himself. A letter to Rebel Nation. I've loved my time here. Uh, thank you to the fans. Thanks to Coach Kiffin and the other coaches. Um, 
best decision for my personal and athletic growth. Hope you understand and respect my choice. Love you all. Wish nothing but success. He's headed to the transfer portal. And and so, you know, when I see that, like the first question for me is, um, you know, is he open to coming back? Is it a when, – when you see a guy like that getting a transfer portal, is it, hey, let's hold everybody's feet to the fire here. Let's see if they want to pay me more money here to stay. Or maybe I get a better offer coming in from the outside. I don't know. Now, also, I think even though it's supposedly – you know, outside of the rules a little bit, uh, NCAA rules, which I'm not sure what they what power they have to do anything uh, anymore. You're not supposed to already have communicated, like with other schools, if you if you're not in the portal, right? Like, again, officially, the the setup is supposed to be. Once you get your name in the portal officially, you know, when the window opens, your name goes in officially, the paperwork's in, you know, all that. Now other schools and coaches and representatives can start to contact you, but not before that. However, I think we're all aware there must be some contact going on <laughs> before some of these guys get in the portal. You know, like they already know what they're going to do, back channel communication and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that's the case. So I, I don't really know. I, you know, and and to me, I guess it's a lot like NFL. You know, you got to ask the question. You know, what kind of premium do you place on the running back position? You know, you're paying your players now, so it's a mini NFL in that way. The only difference is the NFL is is actually professional because everybody has contracts, totally legal contracts, and binding ones in a court of law, so to speak. You're paying them, but you don't have contracts in college. But still, there since money is exchanging hands, you're you're trying to figure out some things like you know where should that money be allocated, right? What's the premium? You're going to spend it all on quarterbacks? You're going to spread it around? You're going to load up on the line of scrimmage? Like you know, and some places got more money than others, right? So you you have to ask that question. But, again, I don't think anybody's shocked. It doesn't matter who it is. I, I don't think anyone is shocked when a player goes into the transfer portal. So I'd love to know what you think about it, especially like if you're an Ole Miss fan, you're going to be much closer to the situation than I am, and you may even know more about it. I'd kind of love to know your your, your take on it. Is it a deal where do you think he, he wants to play at Ole Miss and is trying to get more money out of them, or is he genuinely going to go play somewhere else, you know? wants to play somewhere else and have that experience. I, you know, is it more than a money thing? I'd love to know kind of what you think. But see, there's other stuff too, like, um, okay, again, like I said, you can get on X right now and just search, like hit the magnifying glass and type in those two words, transfer portal, and hit return, and you'll see all this stuff pop up. <clears throat> it's like every other one is an Alabama player. Now, again, nobody's shocked. Players leave all the time. Doesn't matter if you're a starter or not. You expect that to happen. That's the era that we're in. It's just that, like, man, they just played in this playoff game, and the starting center and another offensive lineman is going to Ohio State, and, you know, DB and receiver. And, I mean, it's just – it's a bunch of guys. that went bang, 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 bang. They all popped up just all over the place. Alabama guys all over the place in the portal right after that, that playoff game. And, you know – Again, I'm maybe I'm looking through it, looking at it through the wrong lens. 
maybe my lens isn't <laughs> maybe I hadn't updated to the most recent firmware but still I look at it and go boy that sure is a whole lot of up in the portal from Alabama all within about 24 hours or so of playing a ball game I don't know does it talk me off the ledge there a little bit but it doesn't have, it doesn't pass a smell test to me it's like what's up or, or is Alabama telling those guys to split? Looking around, is Alabama processing them in the new way? They used to process them in the old way. They, is Alabama processing kids in a new way now? And that is, you know, we were a four seed in the playoff, not the one seed. And we got bounced in the, in the playoff game. Can't put up with that. Get everybody off your roster that's not contributing, and let's hit the portal ourselves and go and, and you know, spend some money. I, I just wonder – how all of that's going to shake out because like you probably I'm still sitting here trying to figure out how to read these tea leaves in this new era of a combination of no transfer restrictions at all for anybody at any age and money money thrown around hand over fist you can pay whatever you want to pay to get somebody to come play for you under the guise of some you know, ambiguous NIL stuff. It's pay for play. You can pay anybody you want to pay anything you want to pay them. And you don't have to really make it public. And so I think I am still trying to learn how to read those tea leaves. Does that make sense? All right. So let me get in some of your comments and we'll see where we go with it. First up on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Steven says, Matt, uh, I heard you say that recruiting wasn't your cup of tea, but the Mississippi State football recruits looked good in the All-Star game yesterday. You can tell the quarterback is going to be special. He didn't look like a high school quarterback. Yeah, um, I didn't get to see the game. Um, yeah, recruiting and not not something that I follow closely. Um I mean, I don't mind it when I'm listening to other shows, people who do follow it, and and even right here on this station, the other guys do a great job covering it, but I don't, so I don't mind their coverage. It kind of fills me in when I hear it, but my see, I'm old. <laughs> I'm in my 40s. Okay, I started to say late 40s. I just don't want to say it. And so the way I look at it is time is ticking away. And time, I don't know that I have anything in my possession more valuable than time. And I don't, I just choose not to waste any of it following recruiting. <laughs> okay. But I will say my approach has been when they're on the roster, t- you know, tell me when they're on the roster and I'm going to start learning a little bit. And especially for my team, state, I'm going to learn a little bit about the new guys. But until then, well, you had your signing day recently in December, right? Instead of waiting until February. And that quarterback uh, was in it. So I went and watched some stuff on YouTube from him. And I'm going to tell you what now, I was really impressed. I agree with your take that he, he didn't necessarily always carry himself like a high school quarterback. Like he is, you can tell he's well coached, fundamentally he's very good with his feet, you know, mechanically, all that kind of stuff. And manipulating a pocket, I thought, you know, he looked experienced there. Uh, and throws it accurately. I was impressed with him. You know, again, you're looking at high school tape, and sure, there are guys who have impressive high school tapes, that, and you know, maybe they don't pan out. But this, you know, coming out, 
I mean, he looks good to me. It's all there. One thing I'm not real sure on is size, though. You may help me with that. What, what do they list him as from a size standpoint? You know what? Honestly, it's almost like everybody's getting away from looking for a big quarterback. Like if he's big, great. It's almost like they have dialed it back. You look at the – everybody wants mobility at the quarterback position now. And so they, they, they'll almost value the six-foot tall. Like they'll, they'll take the approach that six feet is plenty tall enough. <laughs> Certainly six-one is plenty tall enough to play the quarterback position at the high D1 level as long as you can move around and you, you're a really good athlete. Like We don't have to have a 6'4 anymore. But I'm curious what they say his size is. All right, new phone number, new phone calls. Let's do that now. Over on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. They are the oldest Kubota dealer in the United States of America. That means Divinity, right here at home, has been doing it better, longer than anyone else. On the Divinity phone on line one, first up, Rooster. Happy New Year, Rooster. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad I turned you your own this morning. But I don't want to be negative as usual, but you got to be six foot two to see. Yeah, you okay. can't see over the line unless you're about six two. You can't see. Yeah. What about Drew Brees? You're looking though? up. What about like uh, Drew Brees and Bryce Young? They Drew 16. Brees is looking up constantly. He can't see. <laughs> He's the exception. He can't see. He's looking up. You need to be six foot five to be a quarterback. Okay. Six four. Okay, I got it. But anyway, got it. <laughs> I got a question. But thanks. I'm glad. I missed that high school game. When and where was that high school uh, all star game? Well, it was yesterday. Yesterday there was some sort of high school all star game that some of those guys played in, and uh, the kid that played that that signed with Mississippi State as a quarterback. He's from Maryland. He played in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm related to him. I didn't know they were playing. Holy cow. But when's the baseball game? I heard that yesterday. What? Baseball right. game in February? Okay, look, I, I didn't go look it up. I, I should have. I'm going to do it right now. Somebody I, told I'll us. talking about baseball. Somebody I'm told us yesterday that it was the first. Okay. Okay, we had the date wrong. Here it is. Friday, February the 16th is the season opener for Mississippi State. They're going to host Air Force in a three-game series to open the season. So just barely Gosh. over a month. Yeah. <laughs> February 16th. You sure about that? Yeah, it's it is. Cold. It's, go- hey, okay. it's going to be cold. You know good and well we're going to have some like snowy, icy games at some point in February. Maybe even March. Maybe snow on the ground. Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll be there. But listen, one more question if I may. Chicken yep. Hawk, how's he doing? doing? He's doing good. And you know what? We uh, were going. Chicken Hawk was going to call in and try to be the last call of 2023, and I forgot to tell him we had a new phone number. I think he kept calling the old one. He was going like he was texting me saying, "Tell Beaver to answer the phone." I'm texting back. He is answering the phone. I forgot to give him the new phone number, so it's my fault. But I, he's doing well. Well, super. And this is about being 40. Listen, I'm twice 40. I, I hit 80 this year. Oh, that a boy. You I'm, made it. I'm excited about being 80. 80 is the new 78. You know that. <laughs> well, you know, you've got 40 more years to your 80, and I've got 40 more years according to the Word of God. Well, Lifespan is 120. 120. I just hope that I get to 80, and when I get there, Rooster, I hope I can hit my three wood as far as you can. That's what I hope. 
uh, he did yesterday, and he didn't go 300 yards. <laughs> I go, what the heck? Well, it's cold. It's it only cold. went about 280. Yeah, that's 280, and that's 280 with a roll. It, it went about 225 on the fly. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. That ain't bad yeah, at all. Yeah, it's a three-wood. It ain't bad at all. It's not a new three-wood either. It's a 20-year-old three-wood. I got to get a new club. Okay. But listen, I'm glad to know that Chicken Hawk is good, and uh, thanks for the updates on the yep. Maryland quarterback. Yep. and uh the baseball on February the 16th. That's February somebody's 16th. birthday. It'll be here soon. Appreciate it, Rooster. Thanks Maybe for the Washington's call. Washington's birthday. Thank you. God bless. Yep. God bless you. Over on line two, before time runs out, Brando hanging on. What's up, Brando? Matt, you know I love you. Uh, Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I have, I have gotten in and out of a DMV quicker than I have gotten on the phone with you. <laughs> Uh, I just wonder if if I called you on your personal call uh, phone, if I would ever get a, a word in edgewise. Yeah, uh, you could try it. I'm happy to give you my number. I, I'm terrible about no, no, my I, phone. My I'm one of these people that on my personal phone, <clears throat> like I wait and I answer all my text messages at one time. You know what I mean? Instead of like checking it throughout the day. So. I, Probably- hey, hey, real quick, I know you got to go to break. Look, I've watched Michael Penix uh, against Oregon twice. This is going to be an interesting game because let me tell you the difference between him and Milrose. He makes a quick decision and gets it out of his hands mm-hmm. super quick, mm-hmm. and he's got good receivers. Love the show, Pop. Thanks, Brando. Look, I can absolutely 100% see what you're talking about. Like what Michigan's going to face – in a quarterback from last week to this week on Monday night is totally a different challenge with with Phoenix the way he gets rid of the football and just the overall decision making it's a whole different challenge Brando's 100% correct just getting started stick around Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. Back with you. Whole bunch of text to get to on the country pleasing text line. And a lot of comments coming in, popping up over here as well on the Murray West live thread. So we'll get to all that right now. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Matt Beaver is here. We're going to check in with Beaver later because today is a special day on the National Day calendar. And I, I told him about one of those earlier, and there's another one on there I didn't tell him about that we're going to have some fun with, too. So that's all coming up. Let me get to your comments here. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team. Uh, Brad on Facebook comments on the Murray West live thread embroidery. Speaking of thread, if you, it's contract embroidery, so if you need your logo or anything embroidered, uh, big orders for your team, doesn't matter where you are in the state of Mississippi, your team, your business, your company, your brand, uh, whatever, uh, go there. You can find them online, talk to them that way, call them up, murraywest.com. Brad's on Facebook. He says, is State going after Judkins? Well, I would doubt that very seriously. I don't know that they're in the market for a running back. Maybe they are. I don't know. But I, I don't think so. Uh, 
Tad on Facebook says, try country pleasing gumbo. Yes, I will. I want to. It sounds like a phenomenal idea. <laughs> they make all kinds of good stuff down there. Not just the country pleasing sausage. Uh, Steve gave me a hail state from Dothan, Alabama. Down there in Houston County, Alabama. Uh, my, my dad lives down there in Dothan. It's a great place. It's a great part of the world. Uh, <laughs> Legbo, he texts while, uh, or he commented, he's on the YouTube live stream while Rooster was on the phone. He said, Hail State, everybody, Rebel Rooster on the line. He thinks he's, he thinks he is disguising himself as a state fan. He thinks Rooster is really an old Miss fan. That according to, to Legba. Um, Chuck, in response to what Rooster said about Drew Brees, he said, uh, when Drew Brees looks up, he sees that only one person ever threw more touchdowns in the NFL than he did. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, if you, you, you want the ability, okay, and then we'll figure out are they big enough and, and, and all that kind of thing. But I'm just saying college offenses, it looks to me like most of them, they don't, they're not um, obsessed with going after a guy who's 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", anymore. He doesn't have to be anymore. Like, that's not a major part of the evaluation anymore. Given the kinds of success that shorter guys have had, honestly. Uh, now, regarding Quinshawn Judkins getting in the transfer portal from Ole Miss, Legba comments and says Judkins should transfer to the NFL. And, and you know, who knows? It didn't say that in the statement. Let me get back over here to some of the texts on the subject also, on the uh, country-pleasing text line. David and Brandon, he said, what's up, Matt? I'm hearing Judkins is gone. And he says, got anything official on that? No, I don't. How big of a loss is that, David says. He says, I think he's pretty replaceable. Well, see, yeah, uh... Again, you know, David, like in terms of having something official, I don't – it just – you know, before the show began, uh, I, I'm on uh, X, okay, and I go to the search, I hit the little magnifying glass, and I type in transfer portal. And up pops like 100 guys from Alabama, and then boom, up pops there. You see a, uh, a tweet or two about Judkins getting into the transfer portal. And – um I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it seems to be that just because you go in the portal does not mean you definitely are going somewhere else. We've seen things get worked out. you know. So it, that's the deal. It's hard to judge it unless you have some sort of infi, inside information, which I don't have. And then you say, how big of a loss? Okay, so let's go. Let's assume he goes somewhere else and plays next year. Well, that's what I was talking about earlier. If you look... At the NFL, for example, which college, major college football has become like a mini NFL. We're paying the players everything. They kind of have prices on their heads. Well, the NFL, for example, does not value running backs the way it used to 25, 30 years ago, certainly. Even more recently than that. So much so that you remember here either this past offseason or it might have been sometime within the last couple of years, Remember the deal where you had these NFL running backs that got on a big group call and were it was being reported 
They were trying to figure out what they could do to up the value for all of them. They all felt like they were underpaid and all that kind of stuff. Because NFL teams, you kind of have, because of the beating they take, the nature of their position, there's kind of a short shelf life. Teams are always trying to get younger at that position, getting those younger legs. You don't see, you hardly ever see an Adrian Peterson anymore, right? So they don't necessarily value it the same way. And I, that's the deal. I just wonder. Um, you say how big of a loss. He's a heck of a player. No question. Irreplaceable? Not at all. Uh, Bird Dog texts the show. He says, word is he is trouble in the locker room. I'm a state fan here, and it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Hmm. CB95 texts the show. Judkins in the portal. Is it true? Well, again, according to social media, it is. It's not, it's not like I talked to him, but there you go. J-Rock texts the show, said Judkins just wants to renegotiate his deal with the Rebels. Well, see, again, I, that's, you know, first you see that. And you immediately go to one or two places as possibilities. You go, okay, well, it's he's either going to, by being in there, he's going to get an offer from Ole Miss to come back and stay, which may be more than he's making now, so you kind of hold their feet to the fire. I'm going to leave. And if they didn't get what he wants there, maybe there's somebody else out there in the country who's got a big stack of money willing to pay him to come play for them for one year before he goes to the NFL. You know, so it – it looks like a financial decision one way or the other in this climate today. Because for him, at Ole Miss, it would not be a playing time thing or a success thing at all. Right? And this is the way it looks. Again, that's just reading, trying to read tea leaves based on what we see and what we know. Hey, look, over here on the Murray West Live thread, contract embroidery company right here at home in New Albany, Mississippi. Great people. If you need something embroidered, I'm talking about small orders and great big orders as well. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's a company that's been doing contract embroidery since 1996, and um, that's where you need to go, Murray West. Check them out, murraywest.com. My friend Lisa on Facebook says, Judkins is uh, in the portal. Insiders say that he was demanding a large NIL amount. She says, he seemed to be a cancer in the locker room, so most Ole Miss folks are not worried about him leaving. Lisa says he's a true sophomore and can't declare for the NFL draft yet. Okay. Gotcha. So there's more than one person on this show anyway with some feedback. They're hearing that eh, maybe he wasn't the most well-liked. Uh, Beer Slayer on the Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Sending me a screenshot of something that um, Spirit Chuck. Okay, that'd be Chuck Ronsable, right? Man, I hadn't seen Chuck in a long time. Where's Chuck these days? Y'all see Chuck, tell him I said hello. He's one of the few people I know that likes crappie fishing more than I do. <laughs> Good old Chuck. I hadn't seen him in a long time. That'd be Chuck Ronsville, and apparently he posted, I mean, according to this, if this is real, he posted, this was a mutual parting 
urged by Ole Miss. Quinshawn was causing too much locker room conflict to suit the coaches, so Lane Kiffin decided to part ways. The straw that broke the camel's back was in the Peach Bowl. It says, which I will have a story. I will have in a story shortly. So apparently something happened in that game I was unaware of. And I didn't get to see the game. Did he play in a game? I mean, I don't remember. Let me look it up here. Hang on. <laughs> Hold your horses. I mean, I'm certain he did. If he hadn't played in the game, we would have heard about that. Here we go. So 38-25 win in the Peach Bowl over Penn State. Final stats. Uh, he was the leading rusher, 34 carries. Woo! <laughs> y'all, y'all remember the uh, late, great coach of the very first edition of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the expansion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They wore the orange u- uniforms back in the 70s, and their first coach was a guy who years earlier in the 60s had been a coach at USC. His name was John McKay. Had a great sense of humor. One of the quickest-witted sense of humors you've ever had as a head coach. What he just... He was just one of these guys that's quick. Everything's – and he's funny, right? And I remember them in a press conference one time, those bad Tampa teams. They said, hey, Coach, you, your running back had like 30-something carries. Don't you think it's a lot of carries? He goes, well, not really. I mean, the ball's not that heavy. <laughs> 34 carries and 106 yards. No touchdowns. A long run of 18, an average of 3.1 for Judkins in the game. And he had a one catch – for 14 yards and a touchdown. So not only did he play in that game, he was huge for them. So I don't know. I didn't get to see the game, so I don't know what would have happened. But very interesting. And there's some more text coming in with some info, and I'll hit those when we come back. Plus, it's not only National Spaghetti Day. It's something else. And i got to tell Beaver about it next. So y'all stick around for that. crave your sport. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. Back with you, I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team. Yeah, we mentioned some of the great I'm so pleased that so many people seem to still remember some of the great quotes from uh, the late, great John McKay. We were looking it up, and Judkins had 34 carries in their bowl game. You go, man, tell you what now. That's, you know, if you look at it, he had 34 carries and one reception, but was targeted twice. Okay, so officially 35 of their plays, but they tried to do 36 of their plays, went to Quinshawn Judkins in the bowl game. Well, they ran 88 plays. Okay, so he's a good, he's a good, right, a little more than a third of the plays went to him. So not only, and, and yeah, the quote from John McKay all back in the day. Hey, Coach, isn't that a lot of carries for your running back? No, not really. The ball's not that heavy. Uh, but some others have remembered. Chuck, on the Murray West Live thread, says on YouTube, quote, John McKay, emotion is highly overrated in football. 
My wife, Corky, is emotional but can't play football worth a darn. <laughs> so my emotion is overrated. Um, <clears throat> yeah, what was the other one here? Um, so uh, John McKay, this is on the Country Pleasing text line. John McKay was also asked uh, what he thought about the execution of his offense. He said he was in favor of it. <laughs> what exactly did he mean by that, huh? <clears throat> Uh, let me play catch up real quick, and then I got to tell you what it's not only National Spaghetti Day; it's another one. I got to tell you what it is. Um, <clears throat> CWR said Matt, who's leaving Ole Miss, um, just got in on the conversation. Well, social media says that Quinshawn Judkins is getting in the transfer portal. Um, Hook says that Alabama may have asked their center to leave. Yeah, I mean, like the day after the game, he's in the transfer portal. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona says. Michael Penix probably wins the Heisman going away, if not for that awful Arizona State game. They kept the ball most of the game, got him frustrated. He pushed too hard. It was ugly. Otherwise, he's been a monster all year. <clears throat> uh, Land Rebel texted the show and said uh, that they heard he was asking $1.6 million. I mean, that's a – again, I – you don't really have a market when you don't have parameters. That's the thing about the NFL is you have you have public information because you have contracts, right? And you have parameters. Okay, so therefore you have a market. Well, because a market is sort of dictated by the top and the bottom. That's the market. Anything in between of the most the least paid and the top paid, that's your market. Well, when it's not public and you have no parameters. So you don't have a market. So I don't know like if you could even call it market value for a college running back yet. I don't know what it is. It's just you're worth whatever they're willing to pay you, I guess. And maybe they're not willing to pay him that. I wouldn't be for anybody in college, period. <laughs> but, but, hey, but don't ask me. That's not. That's just me. Um, mailman David texted the show and said, Kiffin tweeted, and he's on a boat fishing. So he does not seem too upset. That <laughs> a boy. That's what you do when the season's over. Go fishing. And then regarding those 30, 35 touches in the game, David and Brandon said there were tons of garbage touches. End of the half and end of the game. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you got a lead, right? Especially end of the game, you got a lead. You're, you're running clock, so there comes some of your touches there. That would make sense. All right. My man. Hey, Beaver. Hey, Matt Wyatt. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Do you like spaghetti? I do. Man, Very I, much. Do. I do too. You know, it doesn't always like me, if you know what I mean. But I like spaghetti, like especially like spaghetti and meatballs. Some good spaghetti and meatballs? You had any good spaghetti and meatballs lately? You know, no, I have not. I haven't okay. been anywhere that has good spaghetti. And at the house, when it's made at the house, it's, I don't know, I just can't find a good, you know, sauce for some reason. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know what's going on, but yeah, 
I gotta find somewhere that has awesome spaghetti. Well, now you got me thinking about it all day because you <laughs> texted me like two hours ago, and I've been thinking about spaghetti for two hours now. Yeah, in a Ziploc bag. Well, far be it from me, Beaver, to just give some restaurant or some eatery a totally free plug. It's just I have. Here's here it is. Number one, there's a place called Billy's in Vicksburg. Okay, and they have excellent spaghetti and meatballs, in my opinion. And then there's also the pl- a place you wouldn't expect it, Lost Pizza. You got a Lost Pizza near you, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, trust me. I, at least it's the way the one in – there's actually two of them here in Tupelo. They have excellent spaghetti and meatballs at that pizza place. So Well, it's try. way different than the one around the corner from me then. <laughs> okay. All right. Well – they need to, you know, get on their level, get on Tupelo's <laughs> level. All right, so it's National Spaghetti Day. But, Beaver, it also, January the 4th, is also National Trivia Day. Trivs. National Trivia Day. So to celebrate National Trivia Day, I have brought some trivia to the show for you. Now, here's the only thing, Beaver. <laughs> this is going to be office trivia. I don't know if this is the same list trivia questions that I asked you last year. <laughs> I don't know about this same day. Now, it could be the same list. But I'm just going to go with the idea that you're like me and you've reached a point in your life where you can't remember stuff from last week, let alone last year. When it comes to like certain days and when you did something and but but I, I think you'll remember some of these. Okay, so first up, office trivia. Question number one, Beaver, what does Michael pretend to fire Pam over in season one? Stealing office supplies. Bingo! Stealing post-it notes. <laughs> she was crying, remember? And she said, What are those? Like fifty cents? And it was all a fake. Okay, question number two. What is Pam's favorite flavor of yogurt? I can give you uh, multiple choice if you want it. Mixed berry. He got it. He's two for two. It's mixed berry. Number three. A foreign exchange student lived with Michael when he was young. What did the foreign exchange student take from Michael back to what was formerly Yugoslavia? Jeans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All of his blue jeans. <laughs> All right. Finish this quote from D- Dwight when he was asking Michael questions after being offered the spare room in Michael's new condo. Quote, question. My grandparents left me a large number of... Oh. <laughs> you know it. You know oh, it. Oh, man. It was something ridiculous. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> your, cho- no, I can't. your choices are dressers, couches, or armoires. Armoires. Yes, it's armoires. Ding, ding, ding. He's perfect. Um, what is Phyllis's maiden name? Lappin. Bing. Beaver. And the choices here, one of them was Lappin and the other one was Lanpin. The only difference was one letter, and you got it right. I'm so impressed. Um... Office trivia on National Trivia Day. Beaver, what does Michael ask Pam to spread on his foot that he burned on a George Foreman grill? Country crock. <laughs> You're so specific. 
<clears throat> I, th- I mean, I thought you could say butter, but it, it, yeah, that's it. Country, cro- I have country crock. <laughs> All right, what does Kevin suggest Dwight put in his gun holster? Remember a when banana? <laughs> he put a banana in it. <laughs> He's perfect, folks. He's perfect. At Phyllis and Bob Vance's wedding, what did Michael say? Everyone called Phyllis back in high school. Easy rider. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you one more, and then we'll do. We can come back to this in hour two. Um, what kind of sandwich does Michael have a dream about when he's the head of Michael Scott Paper Company? Wow. Oh, I, I don't. Okay, here's what we'll do. I tasted. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give you the three multiple choices and hang on to your answer for hour two. It's either peanut butter and tuna fish, tuna fish and skittles, or mayonnaise and black olives. Okay, that's your three choices. It is National Trivia Day, and we will participate a little further uh, in hour number two coming up. And when we come back, back on the sports, the sports, he said. Your comments on the text line, your comments on the Murray West Live thread. Phone lines open to you. Had some calls earlier on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Hour two, we'll pick it up. Oh, oh, by the way, NFL playoff scenario, Saints fans, you may know if you're a diehard, but you may not if you're not. And I'll tell you what it's going to take to win that division and maybe just maybe make that playoff appearance with one week left. All that coming up in hour two in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. <laughs> 